Sophie Hardy and the Changeling Hybrid by M.R. Dale, narrated by Leona Hall. Chapter 25. Brace Yourself. Arriving back in the scope control room mere minutes after they had left, Sophie, Clara and Kingsley straight away saw that Miss Sissons was staring at her large map of the world which identified what species were on the planet. I can't tell you what's happening exactly. There just seems to be a large number of mythicals appearing in this area, almost from nowhere, she said, realising the quartet had arrived without even turning around to acknowledge them. My guess is that these are more changelings who had taken on life as human either since Desmerelda was born or since the departure, and they are now returning to their changeling forms. It doesn't explain why there are so many life signs, though. There surely can't be many changelings on the planet. Can you tell if they're all changelings? Clara asked. No, I can see that these are mythicals. See? Miss Sisson said, pointing to the red dots and green dots which showed the contrast between the humans and the mythicals. Are people being sent to the underworld? Sophie asked, confident that she already knew the answer. No, not that I can tell. There doesn't seem to be a vast number of people disappearing, replied Miss Sissons, surprising Sophie. Some changelings are disappearing from where they are, but are reappearing here, she added, pointing at the map. But, as I say, there seems to be an awful lot of them. Miss Sissons zoomed the map in on the UK and then pointed to an area at the Scotland and England border. This is where our kind of changeling originates from, so it makes sense that this is where they would head. How are they getting there so quickly? Clara asked. They can transport themselves anywhere they like now that they have their powers back, almost like they have their own teleport or portal, Sophie replied, remembering other conversations she'd had with her dad in years gone by. Like they send people to the underworld, they can portal themselves anywhere they need to on the planet. So... They're just sensing a change in the changelings because of Desmerelda's transformation and are answering a call to go there, Clara asked. From what I can tell, but there seems to be more mythicals appearing out of thin air and they too are heading to where the changelings are going. It's most unusual, Miss Sissons replied. You have to get there and stop them. The number of creatures there is increasing rapidly. They must be planning something huge. Send us a link, Sophie ordered. All this time, Kingsley just stood there with Sophie and Clara, attempting to take in as much as he could, but it was getting harder for him the more that happened. You OK, Kingsley? Sophie asked, appreciating that this must be difficult for him, but at the same time needing him to focus on the job in hand, get to his mum. Kingsley just stared forwards as he did. He completely blanked Sophie's question and Sophie couldn't read his face at all. Kingsley? Clara said, slightly more firmly. Kingsley didn't turn to either of them. He just nodded without properly acknowledging. Sophie pulled him to one side. She understood that in the last few days, his life had been turned upside down. If she went back further to the last six weeks, then she could understand that he now must feel like a completely different person to the one who used to be told off in lessons and moved from one foster home to another because he couldn't control his temper. But she had to make sure he was ready and prepared to go up against the changelings, or the random mythicals, and potentially his mum. You sure you're OK? Sophie asked doing her best to sound as empathetic as possible. I'm just not used to thinking clearly like this, Kingsley replied. All my life, my mum's voice has been there. For years, I didn't know what it was. Then for that short time, I knew. Now it's just gone completely since you put that implant on my head. Sophie nodded. It must be hard. It's difficult for us too. We've never gone up against anything like this in real life before. We've only ever trained for it, so it must be especially daunting for you. 
Kingsley looked at her and could see she was genuinely nervous like he was, but for not the same reason. What do we need to do? he asked. We've no idea, Sophie replied honestly. We've no clue what to expect when we zone into there, as we don't know what they're planning. Miss Sissons had heard what they were saying and had brought herself and Clara over to join the conversation. All we know is that the hybrid changeling, your mum, could give the changelings unbridled power. They have waited for decades for this, and we don't even know what this is. We have to stop them from doing something catastrophic that could harm all the children on Earth in some way, she said, summing up the situation quite well, but not particularly tactfully. Clara rolled her eyes, and so did Sophie. They could have been that blunt, but thought it wasn't advisable. Thank you, Kingsley replied. I've waited a long time to be accepted, and you've been honest with me every step of the way. Sophie and Clara looked at Miss Sissons, expecting her to acknowledge that Kingsley didn't know that it was her who had taken his mum away from him all those years ago, but Miss Sissons just didn't notice. If we're going to be fully honest, there is one other thing you need to know, Sophie began, fully intending to tell Kingsley the piece of the story he was missing. I know it was you, Kingsley jumped in, now looking at Miss Sissons. Sophie, Clara and Miss Sissons stopped and stared at him. How? Sophie asked. It isn't difficult to work out. Kingsley began. My mum reappears after ten years and one of the first things she wants to do is find some woman called Jane, who I've never heard of, to get answers from her. She then turns out to be some magic lady with an army of children out to save the world. Sophie had no clue what to say to this. Kingsley just continued to look at Miss Sissons dead in the eye. I understand why you did it, he said. I've had it incredibly tough, but unless I step it up now, a lot of people are going to have it a lot worse than I ever did. You were trying to prevent this from happening. I've seen the creature my mum can become and it's scary. We have to stop her and you were right to do what you did. Sophie and Clara stood there gobsmacked. All of the reactions both of them thought there might be. Kingsley, being this grown up, sensible and pragmatic about it, was not at the top of the list. If there is any chance I can get my mum back though, I have to take it, Kingsley concluded. Miss Sisson said nothing straight away. She simply stepped forward and went to shake Kingsley by the hand. Of course, you will always have a home with us. We would welcome you as the newest member of Scope. Kingsley didn't take the handshake. He just nodded and Miss Sisson stepped back, feeling slightly embarrassed. Suddenly, Sophie and Clara got the flashing red light in the corner of their eye, which could only mean one thing. Yasmin wanted to tell them about Mrs Jones. Clara, she believes you are in another class, but wants to see you after school with your dad's. She lent Mrs Tabard her implant to ring them and Mrs Tabard is now lying in the office enjoying her first internet implant experience but she said she can't reach either of your dads. Why? Kingsley, she hasn't said anything about you. I think she's more interested in Sophie and Clara so I think you can relax. Sophie, she thinks you've run off and has contacted your mum and dad as well to see them after school. I've managed to convince her that you are still on the school site otherwise she'd be calling the police. Typical. Kingsley tutted. The world might be about to end and nobody notices me. The one time I've done something wrong on purpose and nobody wants to know. Everyone smiled and Kingsley felt more like a part of a group than he ever had done in his life. My dad has the implant today, so he will get the message, Sophie explained. My dads will kill me, Clara said, but then thought about her situation. But they haven't got their implant in, so I might have a bit longer before they do. They might not need to kill you if we don't stop the changelings, Miss Sisson surmised. The three children laughed nervously. There was nothing else they could do. 
being in the amount of trouble they were already in, they would have to worry about how to explain it away later on. For now, the children of the world were at stake. Miss Sisson sent the three of them a link and they all clicked on it, vanishing out of the scope HQ. The Sophie Hardy Saga was written and produced by M.R. Dale and narrated and produced by Leona Hall. If you enjoyed it and would like to continue to follow the adventures of Sophie and her friends in coming episodes, then please subscribe through one of the many podcast providers out there. The links for each of these can be found on our website. If you require more information, visit our many social media channels, or if you would like to purchase a copy of the book, then be sure to check out our website, www.sophiehardysaga.com. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy.